0: Ladies and gentlemen, yes, this is your favorite show, Sports unfolding with your favorite Welcome to Sports Unfolded, Season 2, Episode 36. Too much time on my hands. I am so excited tonight to be here. Uh, So much to unfold. I am your host, Eric. My main man right over there. Uh, Ron, how are you?
1: I'm doing great. Got my cup of water all
0: set and ready to go. Cup of water ready to go. I always get thrown off with our song because it's like it speeds up. It slows down. I don't know what's going on. But I'm ready to go. So, Let's start off with our leadoff story. And we're going to discuss last night, NFL kickoff. The Buffalo Bills dominated the defending Super Bowl champions 31-10. Uh, to 10. What did the victory show you overall about both both teams? Um, well, it shows that Buffalo
1: was fired up and ready to go this season. While um, the Rams were... We're just going through the motions, to be honest with you. I don't think they were ready. Obviously, most of them didn't even play throughout the preseason. So so they they were clearly not ready.
0: Yeah, I, I looked at it a couple of different ways. I said first of all, the Josh Allen MVP campaign has begun. Yeah. 297 yards passing, three touchdowns, 56 yards rushing, a touchdown, a nasty stiff arm. So, I mean, he's just taken it to another level. We saw what happened in the playoffs against Kansas City and kind of how they felt like it was one of those things where they they should have won it, didn't win it. I feel like mentally they're so prepared this season, understanding that they didn't have the opportunity last season to get to the Super Bowl. They're not going to let it slip this year. They're going to get the number one seed. I can't see any team, honestly, not that they'll go undefeated, but honestly, they're maybe a two-loss team in my eyes if they stay healthy. Then you got to look at – oh, go ahead.
1: No, well, I mean, you know, they do they do play some good teams out there. So, you know, I think I had them at 13-4 and four, uh, looking at their schedule and – you know, um, I'm pretty comfortable with that. Um, I picked them as the number two seed, you know, and and I picked Cincinnati ahead of them because, to be honest, Cincinnati has a better schedule.
0: Yeah, I, I just feel, look, they're on a mission. They're on a mission. You know, there's talk about um, OBJ possibly going there as right. well now. So they're going to add to it. Stefan Diggs, the, the fact that they beat up on a team, that went into the raising of the banner, defending champions at home, and they annihilated them. Look, if, if Buffalo didn't have three turnovers early in the first half, the Rams couldn't stop them, they couldn't get them off the field. Third downs, there was no, I think, I think
1: they no, were no, nine no. to
0: ten on third But down. you also have
1: yeah. to look, look, they raised the banner, they got the rings. You know, it was, I've seen this many times. The team that gets that generally sits back. That's why it's so hard to to you know repeat. hasn't
0: been done since the Patriots did it. You get flat. You get stagnant. You you become right. a team that feels like it, you know everything's gifted to you, and it's not. The teams we said it during our NFL preview show, which if you haven't seen, check it out. Phenomenal oh, yeah. show. Uh, but you have to say that honestly. They have a target on their back. They have a, Absolutely. a major target. Every team's going to play their hardest to want to beat them. The loss of Von Miller was evident yesterday. You saw what he did for Buffalo. Aaron Donald couldn't get off those blocks because he didn't have another guy that could create the pressure. Yeah. On offense, Allen Robinson the second, we thought he was going to be a great addition. One catch. Stafford didn't even look his way. I mean, Cooper Cup. the poor man, was fighting for his life. That's all he was looking for. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I, me- like I said, look, at, they weren't
1: ready. They weren't ready to play, you know, and not playing much in preseason, um, if at all. I, I'm not even sure he played any. Um, But, you know, you know if you're not in there, you're not going to have, you know, any kind of chemistry. And I don't care about practice. You know, that doesn't do anything. It's game, it's game time that matters. So, so you know, not having this rapport with with him, where is he going to throw it to? Cup.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what he's going to do. And,
1: and Buffalo's ready for that. They're, they're too good of a team for you to do that. You know, number you're not going to get away with day, it.
0: Number one defense last year, and they showed it again. Seven sacks, three yeah, takeaways yeah. yesterday. Uh, I don't think they gave up 200 yards offensively.
1: Yeah, and what Buffalo did last night was give everybody a blueprint.
0: This yeah, is what you got to do.
1: Yeah. If you don't have the personnel to do it, you're not going to be able to stop them,
0: period. I, so, I, and I hate saying this, but I'm going to say this. It may be a little controversial, but it looks like the Rams' Matthew Stafford now is looking like the Detroit' Matthew Stafford. See, I, I, that's, that's what, what I, I don't saw yesterday.
1: That either. Like I said, they weren't ready to play. You know, this is what happens when you now you sit out your guys all through the preseason games, so they not they're not in there. They don't have a clue what they're doing yet.
0: How they're much did Buffalo clue. play their guys though? Honestly, it, it's the probably same not scenario. much. It's the probably same not scenario, much, it, but it's, they came ready. It's a it's a coaching error on Sean McVay's yeah. part, not getting that team ready, and he said it. But Ooh, the, I know you saw that team look like they were scared look like they yep. didn't have an idea or an identity of what they are or who they want to be. That can be a telling sign for the season. If you can't find chemistry with certain players, if you can't run the ball, if your offensive line looks like it fell apart, you lost uh, one guy. Yeah. Whitlock retired. It looked like, like the you, entire offensive at, line. It's like apart.
1: you trying to go out there and replacing me, you know,
0: oh, I mean... boy, here we
1: go again. <laughs> You know, like, I first like say if what anybody else would come in, they wouldn't be ready for the show.
0: Wouldn't be I'm ready, ready. I was yeah, fired you, up. You were ready, you were prepared. You wanted to talk about the Buffalo Bills who are in our division, and New England doesn't stand a chance this year. That's how I look at it. But uh, uh-huh. it's going to be pretty interesting. It's, it's the, the question is, what do we need to see from the Rams? They're going to bounce back, right, they, they play Atlanta next. Well,
1: I mean so should, terrible. It
0: should be an, it should be an easy win. My question would be: We have to see them dominant, correct? Because if they just win, say it's so, a twenty-four to twenty game, do you start to question where the Rams are going? This no, season? because I still, I still think that
1: they will get better as the season goes on, and I still think that they need to find themselves. You know, something outside of Cooper Cup. And, you know, so you're going to be just looking to do the right things, you know, next game. You know, let's get the win, but just show, you know, you're not going to turn the ball over. You know, you just got to do the simple things right. Move the ball and get down the field and score Mm -hmm. some touchdowns. Just keep it simple. Yeah, almost like a preseason game with the starters playing the whole way. McVay's got to coach better. You, yes, you absolutely.
0: continue to run the ball out of the end zone yesterday, putting yourself, you know, 15 That's yards fair. or less, you know, you can't do that. No, you're not going to win games if you're always playing, you know what I mean? An 85 yard field versus just take the right. 25. I don't understand. There was so many different question marks that I, I, I just am surprised that how poorly they played. It wasn't that they lost. It's how poorly they played. I agree with you though. Look, clean some things up, but they've got to look good against Atlanta. If it's a close game and, and it's still ugly, but you know, obviously they have more talent. Than well, it Atlanta. can't be ugly. It can't be ugly. You know what I mean? If they don't go in there and at least look solid, like they've cleaned some stuff up, I would start to worry after week two. It's still too early. And Buffalo, I'm not gonna anoint them the champions yet. What yeah. I will say is this. I I truly think that if they stay healthy, they will have a dominant season this year. We're, what happens in the playoffs? Who knows? But there's a very good chance this team again. I could see them losing two to three games and, and being.
1: You'll know what happens in the playoffs if you watch that NFL preseason. season yes.
0: the preview show. Then you can know. You'll, <laughs> yes. you'll know. You'll know our picks because we got it right last year. We did. So let's talk some more NFL. We've got. We're gonna bring up uh, your boy. Zach Wilson, who's going to miss uh, at least the first three games of the season. Do you think the team's starting to have doubts about him at quarterback? This is why they've, they're they setting him?
1: Uh, nope, because he he's, he's injured. And well, there was, better to make sure that he's
0: okay. There's a lot of speculation, though. He's trying to come back this week. That they felt he, from a physical standpoint, he was going to be able to play.
1: Yeah, but they're going to hold him back because they need to make sure that he's ready. The team is not going to risk it. They're, the not gonna risk
0: it. No. they're not going to risk it. They're not going to risk the biscuit. So 3-10 last season, 55.6% completion, 2,334 uh, 2, yards, 9 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. He still hasn't technically played a full season. 17 games would be a full season. Now you got him sitting out some more. I start to question that move of not allowing him to play sooner or setting a timetable already. Like if he was week to week, it makes more sense to me. Why the, why the, the three weeks to four weeks before he returns, I question that move. It doesn't make sense to me. Is he that injured? Cause according to them, uh, he could have played this week, but we're going to, we're going on the side of caution. So it's a three week caution now on an injury where he possibly could have played this week. Well, we're going to see what happens with Flacco, right? Yeah, so what happens Joe Flacco goes three and out, oh. it's not going to happen. But if Joe Flacco goes three and out. Oh, in in this imaginary world where the unicorns and the uh, kitties riding them with the guns blazing, when that happens and Joe Flacco's three and out, oh, does Zach Wilson return at that point? Um, no. This is why I question it. I don't understand why it's not a week to week thing. And it's it's three to four weeks before he returns.
1: Look, I but, mean, they're gonna they're gonna they don't want to make it worse. So
0: you don't um, have that schedule, do you? In front of you, uh, the Jets. Uh, I kind of do, yeah. I thought they had a tough Flacco AFC North revenge. Yeah, they got uh, they got Baltimore
1: in Week One, so so yeah, that Flacco, ought to be interested.
0: Flacco going against his old team. That's it. Yep. AFC North revenge tour begins.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, then they play at Cleveland.
0: Okay, so they could win that one. They could. They They oh, won one in one. One, one. They probably lose to to Baltimore. Well, yeah, possibly.
1: Who knows? Uh, and then they have since then they
0: host Cincinnati. Okay, one and two. All right, never mind. Never mind. At the best. unicorn's a... at best one, one and two. two. At right. best, if they're two and one, do you do you continue to? play Flacco if they're two and one I do
1: because two and one would be really a miracle
0: that's what I'm saying because I have
1: them going zero and three to start
0: and Dwayne Brown who they just signed to a two year ten million dollar contract probably going to put on the IR uh, injured shoulder during practice he was to replace uh, Becton who's out for the season so left tackle their offensive line is going to be in trouble as well
1: yeah that's why they're going to be bad
0: I don't know, my friend. I don't know.
1: No, it's going to be a long season for the Jets. So, just saying it now. But if you want to see what I predicted them to go, you I want to watch show,
0: that. Yeah. The NFL preview show. I know Manny was on there. So, Manny, thank you for all your support. Ron, each week we're going to see
1: North Revenge.
0: Yes. Blackout. Each week, we're going to discuss the New England Patriots because they're our local team. We'll do a pregame breakdown of, of the matchup coming up for that week. So this week, they are facing the Miami Dolphins. Your thoughts on what should transpire, what you're looking for against the Miami Dolphins this week. Look,
1: I don't care what the team looks like on paper. New England always struggles in Miami.
0: So you ready for this? 0 oh, and three their last three matchups. So with the with two as their starting quarterback, they haven't beaten Tua. yet as Miami is their starting quarterback, they're one and four in their last five games in Miami. Yeah, and there was a certain quarterback. I don't know. He won you know a few Super Bowls. That even that stat applies to. They don't play well in Miami. Yeah, it's a known fact. They went down early this week. I think they left on a Monday and they've been down there all week to try to, you know, acclimate themselves to the heat. I, I don't know if that was such a good idea either. I so don't, I, that, I so that one game. win was a Tom Brady win. No, they won, uh, I think, a Cam Newton. Cam Newton Did they really? Him. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Cam, bring him back, baby. Mac Jones in the last two games, so his last game, uh, last season, uh, 49 for 69, 552 passing, two touchdowns, one interception, sack three times. What are you looking for for Mac Jones?
1: Uh, not to same? throw 69 times. I mean, I, 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 that, that would be bad.
0: So Establish the run game. That's the strength of the team. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson. To me, that's, that's a big key defensively. Look, when no, you, what, when what you're
1: throwing too much, too much a team like Miami can feast on that and it's only a matter of time before you make a mistake but if you're going to limit those throws and you're going to run the ball where they're better you you can dictate what you're going to do at any moment because and you, you can't just say okay we're going to run the first time and then we're going to throw it on the third down you know you can't do that because every team is going to be ready for you And we saw this last season, and that caught up with them towards the end of the season. You can't be predictable. So, you know, there's going to be times where you have to run the ball, and there's going to be times where you have to throw the ball on first down because you can't be predictable. If they know you're going to run, they're going to put eight men in the box, and you're not going to go anywhere.
0: Period. Last season in Miami, we lost 17-16. In New England, 33-24. So played, played at least a a better game in Miami. And and I remember there was a late turnover. Damian Harris, I believe, fumbled in that game on on the final drive and and ended up costing them the game. Something new we are going to bring to you each week with the Patriots. We'll give you an injury report. So currently Isaiah Wynn, uh, who's been on the injury list, should play, said most likely he's definitely playing on Sunday. Jacoby Myers limited in practice and Ty Montgomery limited in practice. So there'll probably be more game time decisions. Only real injuries for New England right now, which is good. Yeah. So they're going in pretty healthy. We'll have to see how it all turns out. And we'll give you a Patriots post game uh, after the game on Sunday. So, Ron, another thing we did last season with the NFL, because we're so excited about the NFL season. We always do our games of interest for the week. Yeah. So what games are you most looking forward to this week?
1: Okay. So I've got Cleveland at
0: Carolina, right? Baker Mayfield versus his old team. If you, if you are a football fan, how are you not wanting to see what happens in this game? Yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those games where you go, it's too fresh with Baker Mayfield. So it's not like hey, he's been gone for a year or two. It's too fresh um las vegas at the chargers have the same thing right afc west broncos versus seahawks manny yes we're getting to it that's definitely one of our games as well but yeah right the Raiders, the Chargers, we keep talking about the afc west we get our first taste of which team is going to take an early lead i know it's week one but you know these these games are going to matter you lose this game, one of these teams, you're already in the, in the deficit in your division. So, no, I, that's a great one. Um, I have Kansas City at Arizona. It could be a very interesting game. I didn't have that one, but I can see you know the dynamics of it. Yeah, I Tyler didn't have Murray. the Denver
1: Seattle one. Uh, you don't have Denver. Gonna- I I just think Denver's going to
0: roll them over. Russell Wilson returning to Seattle, I know. and he's going to destroy them. That- it's that Baker Mayfield mentality. Same thing. It's it's still fresh. Yeah, the quarterbacks
1: are going to get the advantage over the team. I think in they both should. those
0: cases, they should. I would I would agree with you on that. Uh, and Tampa Bay. Hey, there it is at, at Dallas. Yes, and can I say this? It's because I want to see more of which team is honestly going to struggle this season. They both got beat up offensive lines, but there's a lot of questions. You know, Dak, again, now possibly injured. Tom, is he mentally prepared? Right, There's so many questions with these teams, and to me, this week one matchup might show some signs. It, Ron, you called it. Mike McCarthy, you believe, will be on the chopping block by midseason. Games like this matter for him right now. He loses a game like this at home. To a team that's possibly a, a Super Bowl contender. What it, what happens to the coaching staff in Dallas?
1: In actuality, I have McCarthy getting fired after the first playoff game.
0: Oh, so you got him going through the season? I got him going through the season. I thought you had him. Which no. coach did you have getting? Tune into the NFL preview Tune show into the show NFL preview to show. Out, to find out. <laughs> So excited. Any other games you have on the, on the docket? Uh, nope. I only had four, believe it or okay. not. Yeah. I didn't too. have
1: some of the games that I thought were, you know, old players going back and it just,
0: yeah, the, the no, team is look, just bad. It's, it's still going to be a fun Sunday. So excited. Football's back. Let's move on to our triple play though. And we, we're keeping in with this NFL. Thing. <clears> this <throat> is episode 36. So we decided 1986, 36 years ago, these three players, Led the NFL in sacks. That would be Lawrence Taylor, Dexter Manley, and Reggie White in 1986. We will decide which one we start, bench, and cut. This was a little more difficult for me than I thought it would be. I know no. you're gonna. It's always easy. Everything's easy for Ron, but it was it was way too easy.
1: Like it was clear.
0: I I am going first this week, so I will start Lawrence Taylor. The dynamic. Why
1: do I know you were gonna do
0: that? 146 sacks, two nine interceptions, two of those he ran back for a touchdown, 10 Pro Bowls, eight All-Pros, two Super Bowl wins. I still think he's one of the most dynamic defensive players to ever play the game. I, I will say that in the, the I think 86, he actually had 20 and a half sacks that season. I would bench Reggie White, 198 sacks, three interceptions, 13 Pro Bowls, eight all pros, one Super Bowl, and I, I obviously loved what he did, but I, I felt like he also he couldn't make Philly better. He had to go to another team to win a Super Bowl. Dexter Manley, I would cut. His numbers just weren't as good. 103 sacks lifetime, two interceptions, one Pro Bowl, one All Pro, two Super Bowl champions. He dominated in '86. I felt bad because he actually had like 18 and a half sacks. That was the same year Lawrence Taylor had 20 and a half. So. It it was just like he was in an era with such great linebackers, Lawrence Taylor being one of the best ever. So um, that's how I saw it. Manny had starting Taylor. So LT, bench white, cut Manley. So he had it like I had it.
1: Yeah, and that's the problem with Manny's predictions. He follows you too much. Four and one last. always wrong. Good job. You're always wrong. Um, Look, Reggie White is the starter. Yeah, because he okay first of all what go ahead give me 40 oh 56 more sacks in his career and you can't say oh well it's because he played more games well reggie white played more games and he had less games without a sack than taylor so so you look at the numbers 34 games so if you average it out it's 34 games less than one per game okay lawrence taylor um, was 42 and he played less games so so right there Reggie is going to bring more sacks all the time all the time he also had 20 fumble recoveries while Taylor had 11 and granted Taylor had nine interceptions Two for uh, Reggie test, white huh? yeah Reggie White only had three so you know he got him on that so that's okay. the one stat that lt yeah. beats him on okay so if you look at the pro bowls reggie white 13 pro bowls lawrence taylor 10. they both had eight all pros mm-hmm. which is probably the better number of the two yeah because that is that means you did you better than everybody on your team. Yep. team i mean, I mean on, on the, the on uh the one thing Lawrence Taylor did do more is he won one more championship than yeah. Reggie White. So it's two to one
0: there. So, so I want to ask you a question. What team did Lawrence Taylor go to to win those championships? What do you mean? What team did he go exactly, to? Exactly. He didn't. Reggie White couldn't win a championship with the Philadelphia Eagles, and that defense was stacked. Because he wasn't as good as LT. LT could do it with the guys he had on his team and won a championship two times with yes, the New York guys. You're Giants.
1: splitting hairs here.
0: I'm not you're splitting hairs. Hair.
1: You're splitting hairs. You're no trying hair to You're split. trying to just turn everything great. around. My hair looks
0: great. There's no splitting hairs. Mine is perfect, see? Yeah, you, you look amazing. You lost your hair with that pick. No. Reggie look- White ahead of Lawrence Taylor.
1: Reggie White is you're ahead of, rocker, of my Lawrence friend. Taylor. I'm telling you. You just produced more. Sixth defensive I player of the, the year. I think
0: somebody spiked it. Look, he
1: won sixth defensive player of the
0: year's Lawrence Taylor three. Lawrence Taylor also had a better defense around him that these guys took some number. Carl Banks. Okay.
1: Carl there Banks. you go. You just said it yourself. He had a better defense around him. Yeah. It's a, and teams still focused on him. Oh my God! So this made Reggie White even more important. Absolutely. Like you're not seeing the big picture here.
0: I see the big picture. You're wrong. Anyway, man.
1: Dexter Manley gets cut. I'm right. You're wrong.
0: Like you absolutely usual. ridiculous. Poor Dexter Manley though? How are we got? Just- yeah, he's he was <laughs> not, right right not like, a ah, great job. Not effective. Yeah, you stink. Um, all right, let's talk some NBA. And uh, we so interesting move here by the Philadelphia 76ers. Why is it They'd interesting? Start- so, Montreal Harrell, uh, two-year, $5.2 million deal, but he plays center forward, and he was also the sixth man of the year in, in uh, 2020. I, I'm looking at depth. I'm looking at Joel Embiid and his health, and Joel Embiid hasn't been able to play a full season. The Philadelphia 76ers are trying to go all in. I know you don't think this is a key part, but if you're going to get guys that the teams that win have solid benches. Hence okay. Why the Boston right. Celtics lost the championship this year. Here's
1: my here's my thought:
0: if you're the Sixers and you lose Embiid,
1: your season is over. Exactly. So how? So, do you so Harrell is not
0: face? going to save their season. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you give now Embiid a chance to rest more because you've got a guy that can that averages 13 points a game gets 5.3 rebounds a game, so you're going to get some productivity from your bench where MB doesn't have to play as much. Put more wear and tear on. Give him time to sit, sit the bench a little bit. Take a game off here or there. They, That's had, what a
1: they had a good bench, but they gave it away. You, you know? Didn't... I mean, I'm just saying, look. These
0: like, are the pieces that make a
1: championship yeah, team. Yeah, this is not a championship team. Based, it's on- not. Based on on their recent history, it's not a championship team. It's not. It's just are going to get a motivated not. heart
0: in this season.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. i believe that when I see it.
0: It took less money to make sure he stayed. How much less? A couple of million? Really? 10, 12 million, something like that. Give me a break. You just don't want to give them the credit. That's I don't. A, I think that's I'm not giving move. them
1: the credit because they don't deserve the
0: credit. That's a solid They don't solid deserve move. the credit. That's a that's a very good move. A very quiet move.
1: It's an okay move. It's it's good, but it's not gonna it's not gonna be the move that brings them to a championship. Got a better bench than Boston?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Who's who's Boston's best player off the bench? Well, it depends on who's starting. Okay. So give me your five starters. So then Brock, they already said Brogdon's not starting. Marcus Smart is still your starting point guard.
1: Okay. So then he's going to probably be the best player off the bench.
0: Okay. A guy that hasn't played a full season in the last five years. So Doesn't you make him a off. bad player. So you found him off the bench. So he's not on the bench. Where well, you got the guy who won the sixth. But man you can't one. say
1: he's not on the bench. He's not hurt right now, is he? He will be. I'm just saying, you can't say he's not off the bench if
0: if he's not in. So injured. you'd rather have Brogdon than than Harrell? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Who's your rebounder? Who's your big man coming off the bench for Boston? Who knows at right this point? Have, exactly. They don't have one. They don't have I'm a just guy saying, that you can know, spell look, Robert Williams. Robert Williams is not healthy all season long.
1: Oh, because again,
0: now you're going to ask him to play more minutes. You're
1: you're you first of all, he's a starter, so he's not a bench player.
0: So he's not coming off the bench. Exactly. Neither is Joel Embiid. But now you can sit and bead more and give him rest. So in the playoffs, he's ready to go. Robert Williams is going to be hurt because he's going to have to play more minutes because they don't have a big man. That's why moves like this are are important. They'll have a big man have a big man now they'll have a big man, no, they'll, no, they'll a big man. Oh, were- wait, that's right with the unicorns and the, the kitty riding them with the guns blaring that same world well look at the roster they already got one who i don't know i thought you were looking at the roster you made it no, sound like i'm looking not looking at the, at the, the roster.
1: roster i didn't think we were going to be talking about the celtics today well,
0: there you go you you have to compare everybody to the celtics you said championship you I going with you the you Bruins. About- do not try to go everybody in the nhl is compared to the Bruins. I can so, do it with the basketball. I'm I just saying, you
1: want championships,
0: so why are
1: you not comparing them to to um, that team in Golden State?
0: Because Golden State has a bench,
1: right? They, they have do. an
0: established bench that beat the Boston Celtics because yes. they had guys that could play. They could go ten D exactly. Boston doesn't have that, and then you let a guy and like that does though, Philadelphia for five million
1: dollars. So, so Philadelphia is not going to win a championship.
0: This is the point I'm making. They're not winning one. Not what with I'm this team. Is Boston should have, this is why I say it was a sneaky move because a guy like this would have helped Boston immensely. Cause you already lost, uh, now for the season. So he was your second key guy off the bench and he wasn't a big man. So you're, you're down to one bench guy. You're in the same exact boat you were last season. And yet you're going to come on, a, on the NBA preview show and tell me how Boston's going back to the championship. I guarantee. I didn't it. say that. They don't have a bench. You, you don't have, know
1: what I'm going to predict. I haven't put have that the whole team yet.
0: And a team like Philly just went ahead of them because of small moves like this.
1: The Philly did not go ahead of them. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: No. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Without a doubt. Let's talk some Major League Baseball because obviously you just don't What, what you got to worry about is Cleveland. That's what you got to worry about. Basketball. Cleveland's going to be deep too. This is what I'm that's saying. What's what yeah. That's did what I'm saying. The Celtics did nothing. And now they don't even establish at least a bench. I'm just you, saying you need
1: a bench. They don't have, I'm, one. I'm not comparing. I'm not comparing the, the situation with the Celtics and Philadelphia. I'm not comparing that. Okay. That's okay. not the team I worry
0: about. Okay. All right. We'll see in the playoffs. Major league baseball time. And these, these races are getting very tight. We're in the final month of the season. And there's three races that we're really going to discuss today. And the wait three New-
1: races, there's only national and
0: American League New York Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays, the Cleveland <laughs> Guardians and the Minnesota Twins, and the New York Mets and the Atlanta Braves. New York is up four and a half on Tampa Bay currently, Cleveland a game and a half up on both Minnesota and the Chicago White Sox, the New York Mets a half game up on Atlanta. Of those three, of those. Those three races, which teams do you feel are going to take over and win this their, their division? Tampa Bay. You're just saying it's a spot. It's not going to work.
1: I'm not. I, I truly believe
0: Tampa okay. Bay is okay. going to be the one right. that takes over. So I need you to give me the reason why, because I've got a reason why they will not. I, the reason is pitching. That's the okay. reason. Pitching. Strength of schedule, remaining strength of schedule. They're second overall in Major League Baseball. They have the second hardest. Remaining schedule, winning percentage five fifty six of the teams they're going to face. They got six games against Houston, three against New York, nine against Toronto, three against Cleveland. The only easy games they have are three versus Texas, three versus Boston. They have a brutal schedule coming up. You're not beating you're not beating Houston more than maybe two games if they get lucky. So that's they've four already beaten in them court. in a series. They're not so gonna why wouldn't concerned. they be able to do it again? They're not going to. Here we go. I'm just saying, Eric, you, you, okay. you, you're not giving them any credit whatsoever. Okay. The New York Yankees, 16th strength of schedule. Three against Tampa Bay. Three against Toronto. Three against a Milwaukee team that's, fl- that's flailing. So we can't even count them as a winning team right now. Three against Baltimore. Two against Pittsburgh. Four against Texas. Six against Boston. Homer... I'm just saying, if you look I at the numbers... And you that look is at the not teams, that easy. They're playing, How is that easy? You're playing Pittsburgh twice. They should win both of those games. They're playing Texas four. They should win both of those. They're playing Boston. They'll probably split against Boston. But you're telling me now that Tampa Bay is going to split with Houston, split with Toronto.
1: No, I'm saying they're going to beat Toronto. They're going
0: to beat Toronto nine games. Probably at least six of them. Okay. So that still doesn't put them ahead of New York because the same loss as New York, it still equal out as the Yankees would still. Yeah, but there. It's
1: all—it's going to come down to the series. I'm telling you, if Tampa Bay it's takes the this series, New York is in trouble. They're yeah. reeling. Look, of they course. don't have the pitching. They don't have the pitching. It's plain and simple. They went out and they went and got Ben Okay. And where's he? He's out. Okay. They went out and got a out. couple of Rizzo, and was, yeah. yeah. Everybody's out. Yes, yeah. I get that. How are you not saying that this isn't a collapse
0: waiting to happen? Because they're, they're out of the three races, they have the biggest lead. And they're playing it's the worst. What? Playing three, some four bad games?
1: three or four games? Four and a half I don't games. care. Look, I don't care if they're playing bad opponents. It doesn't matter. They're playing bad. Period. They're Agreed. playing bad. I and whether you're playing bad or not, you know, you go in, if you're, you're playing Boston. What, you don't think Boston's going to get up for that series?
0: Boston hasn't call been it, up for a series in a while.
1: Look, it's Boston. You don't think
0: Boston wants to put New York uh, Yankees out the of that? Red Sox right now, and I mean this, we're not talking about the Boston Red Sox. I'm just saying, the Yankees oh, okay. have to go up against Toronto. What, Toronto's not a good team? Three games. Versus nine. Yeah. I would take I would take that all day of the week. Even if you lose all three, I could still see them losing four or five against Toronto.
1: Look, I think I think you're you're grasping at the hope that this lead holds up. I'm not sure. I think it's a good chance that they don't keep the lead. I'm it's more worried chance. about the
0: Mets. I'm more worried about Cleveland in holding their lead than I would be about New York holding this.
1: I'm not worried about Cleveland holding their lead because, you know, that, that division is not really that great.
0: Game and a half, but they got to play. So Cleveland's got to play Tampa Bay three times. Yeah. Minnesota eight times and the White Sox four times. Yeah, they, it's all going to come
1: down to that Minnesota, Minnesota
0: games. The Minnesota and the White Sox series. Yeah. So you're playing two of your division opponents right. that are both a game and a half out. Exactly. Six against Kansas City, three against Texas, three against Anaheim. So they got some easy, they got some cakewalks in there that they need to make sure they yeah. win as well. But New York Mets have the easiest schedule remaining. Yeah, I don't think they're going to give up that. They look half game. Atlanta's though, three, is a great team. Don't get me wrong. Three against Atlanta, three against Milwaukee. And again, I don't count Milwaukee, even though they have a winning record because they are just not playing good baseball. I do. They but have then, pitching, listen. so. You're three versus work. Washington, three versus Oakland, four versus Pittsburgh, five versus Miami, and three versus the Chicago Cubs. If the New York Mets can't win their division with that schedule, there's something wrong. Yeah. Even with are out again. I just feel like in the playoffs, they're going to be one and done. I think they got too many injuries. Guys just aren't – they're getting hurt at the wrong time of the year now. You want guys getting healthier now and going into the playoffs. They're, they're actually losing guys. Going into the playoffs.
1: And that's always been the problem with their pitching staff.
0: Yeah, you called that from the beginning, right? You were worried about it. We talked about it early in the year. DeGrom During the preview down, show, right? The Grom going down, and then we said it was Scherzer. He he's had a busted up season. Some of this is their strength and conditioning coach, the way they use these guys. I don't know. There's it's the be a philosophy
1: leader. of the Mets.
0: It's gotta be. Right? It's just insane. So you're you're going Tampa Bay, Cleveland, and the Mets. Yeah, to win this, I'm going New York. I, I the Cleveland one, I'm I'm, I'm struggling with. I'm going I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota, and I'm going to go Atlanta. Is going to win the. You LA. know, it's
1: funny. Is wait till predictions.
0: Yeah, whatever. All right. I'm just saying. Uh, so Ron took a lead. No, no, no.
1: That's not what I was 36 referring to. Weeks.
0: You, this is your first lead after 36 weeks, but we're going to.
1: I'm just saying. I, okay. that's, I, I, that was not what I was referring to. Oh, but, okay.
0: But All now right. that you mention it. Yeah. Now that you mentioned it. Good job, you last did week. have. You 1-1.
1: did have a six game lead on me. Oh, wait. That sounds familiar.
0: <laughs> it's face off time. <laughs> And we're going to discuss the new Major League Baseball rule for 2023. So next season, they will have a pitch clock. And the pitch clock, basically, do you know how the rules work with the pitch clock run? I have no idea. Explain it. So 15 seconds with no runners on on base. 20 seconds with runners on base. The catcher has to be by 10 seconds in his position, ready to catch. The batter eight seconds. Has to be in the box in what they say, alert. So ready to bat. Any violations result in a ball or a strike. Automatic. Do you, So one of us has to be for this rule. One of us has to be against this rule. Uh, I am first. I get to pick. I am completely against this rule. and wow. I'm going to tell you why. I am getting tired of Major League Baseball. Yes, we want to shorten the game. Yes, we want to do all these different things. The imaginary strike balls now call is going to piss me off because they already do it with the intentional walks. Now you don't even have to pitch four times to the guy. They just they just give them the signal. The guy takes a bag. Not even four pitches. And we've seen wild pitches on, on those. Sometimes things happen. That's gone. So now you're going to do the same thing as a guy's not going to even swing at a ball. Pitch the ball and it's going to be a ball or a strike. Why even bother then? Just have the guys decide, you know what? I want to hit a double this time. And we'll let them go to second base. Doesn't actually have to swing it. You know, every so often you got to tell them, look, you got to put a strike out in there or a ground out. But let them pick wherever they want to go on the baseball field going forward. Hey, I got a single now. Oh, you know what? I got a home run. And just run the bags. Why even pitch the ball? Why even hit? Because we're automatically going to give guys, because eight seconds went and he's not in the, he's not the bat's not on his shoulder. Oh, he wasn't ready. There's a strike. Give me a break. Major League Baseball is just, figure something out where, look, if they're not ready, they're not ready. You pitch the ball. If it's a ball or strike, that's on the batter. It's not automatic ball, automatic strike. It's ridiculous. We're taking the bat out of the hands. We're taking the ball out of the pitcher. It's 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 all imaginary. It's the again unicorns with the cats and the, the guns. I'm I'm on this today, but out
1: of all of these rule changes, this is the one that actually makes sense, because I'm so tired. And and I'll tell you, the Red Sox are known notorious for being in there fixing the gloves after every pitch, whether he swings the bat or not. Why are you fixing the gloves? Why? There's no reason to fix the gloves. They didn't go anywhere. Your hands that. didn't grow or shrink during that I mean, one pitch. The
0: guy's not ready. The guy pitches the ball. You throw it. It goes straight. It's a strike. I'm just Why saying. Why does he automatically get a there, strike? You, you have
1: pitchers that are standing out there dumbfounded because yeah. they have no clue what they're doing. Absolutely. They don't know what to throw because they're afraid to throw a pitch. You know, throw the ball. Throw the ball. Let's get the game moving. I'm so tired. That's the one. That is the one rule that they changed for the better. You know, let's get on the mound, get in the box, throw the ball, and go, go, just go. You know,
0: that is the, the Now the other rule changes. I just you know, like bigger bags. I mean, great. Why do you even have the guys steal? Just say I want to steal. We made the bags bigger for you. Yeah. Well, no shift. I I know. hate the shift anyway. That's the that, to me that's the best rule they did. Is yeah, see, I'm not shift. sure that
1: is because, you know, this day in age where a guy can't hit a ball. I mean, give me a break. You have an open side of the field. If nobody's on that whole left side, you hit it over there. That's it. Hit it over there. If you're good, you can do it. Oh my if you're not good, you shouldn't be in the league, period. I'm so sad of seeing these 220 averages because they have to pull the ball all the time because they think they're Babe Ruth. The shift. Batting averages will go up now. Yeah, but you don't have to hit a home run every time. That is not what wins ball games.
0: Well, we now you not. now you now you're not even gonna get balls thrown. So don't worry about it. Nobody's saying a home run because they're not even gonna throw a ball, they're just gonna call an automatic strike. That's it, a strike.
1: That and is enough well, to throw the ball. So big.
0: Get in the get in the get in the box. It's a get in the box. Dumb If you're not in the box, throw the ball. If it goes over the plate, it's a strike. Sorry. Oh, I wasn't ready. Tough shit. Oh, there, yeah. swear jaw See? See, first family one, show, family first show, first one ever, because you fire me up now, you pissed me off with the Yankee thing. You pissed me <laughs> off with the Harrell thing. See, you're you just can't, can't handle.
1: Off. You just can't handle your team stinking up the joint. You're I've been, I've been, I've been dealing
0: with it all year long. Oh, here we go. Why, poor baby. I'm not, I'm not. FCC just called. Shut us down. Absolutely <sighs> dumb call. I I don't understand it. Get rid of it. Major league baseball
1: baseball never gets anything right either. So
0: there's a good call on that one
1: though. You, you got that correct.
0: All right, let's talk some NHL and the Vancouver Canucks have signed center JT Miller, seven years, $56 million deal. How important was this for the team to get this deal done?
1: Um, this was big, um, there was a lot of speculation he was going to get traded.
0: Right last this, season, right at the trade deadline, his name was being rumored for several To teams.
1: everybody. To everybody. But he is a, a very good player. Yeah. Uh, you know, they didn't want to really give him up. And, you know, seeing what they did with Boudreaux being named coach and see what they, they almost did. They almost got to the playoffs, which would have been amazing if they did, if they accomplished five, that.
0: Five points away from making the playoffs last season. Right.
1: So looking at that team, keeping JT Miller, this team is is poised not only to make the playoffs, but maybe possibly win the division.
0: Now, look, Best player on the team, 32 goals, 67 assists for 99 points last season, a plus 15. Ron, his, sh- his shot percentage, fifteen point five, very good. Yeah, very good shot percentage. Like his and points, goals, and assists. Yeah, he's from so, from top to bottom.
1: You know every aspect of the game. He is good. You know every aspect. I,
0: I, I truly, I truly think that last season we were talking about it right before the trade deadline, and we're like, we were you, you even said with Boston, right? You wanted Boston to try to go after him. Everybody was looking at him. Vancouver knew the value they had. They were going to see if they could make the playoffs, which they almost did. To your point, this season, new coaching, you get some better results. They make the playoffs this year. He's going to be the key factor. If they had gotten rid of him, they would be in a complete rebuild at this point. Yeah. So I I like the move. I I think that was a pretty good move. It just amazes me too, though, the, the hockey payrolls. Like these are some of the top guys that we've talked about, and you're looking at the money they're making, and then you compare them to the NBA or the NFL, and I, I don't understand. Where NHL needs, they, they're going to have to figure something out at some point to to get these guys some more money.
1: That's that's plenty. There's plenty
0: compared to what some of these baseball. Look, players they don't have,
1: have. Look, they don't have the TV deal that you know the other sports have.
0: Yeah, Major League Baseball. I, it's ridiculous. They shouldn't even have that deal. No, they shouldn't, because uh, look, they're they're holding
1: on to third right now for major yeah. sports. Yeah, NHL is pass. catching them. NHL is catching them.
0: I'm, I'm Major League Soccer is probably going to pass Major League Baseball at some Yeah, I don't know about that. Come on, Manny, get on that. All right, my friend, pick and roll time. And we went back in time again for 1986. These players led the NBA in rebounding per game. Bill Bill Lambert, Charles Barkley, Buck Williams, Moses Malone, and Ralph Sampson. We're going to rank them from five to one. Five being the worst, one being the best. Again, mm. I am first this week, so I will give you the I correct I got three words. fives and two ones. <laughs> and then here he goes. Already, don't piss me off again. I cannot afford to swear twice in one show. Yeah, if.
1: Like, I don't know if you, there's no way possibly you could have anybody than what I have at number one.
0: Oh, okay. So at number five, Charles Brock. Bart- no, I'm just playing with you. Cause I wanted to just, you know, <laughs> Buck Williams, 12.8 points per game, 10 rebounds, 1.3 assists, three all-stars, one all NBA, four-time all-defensive, which was pretty good. He made the all-rookie team and he was rookie of the year. I just didn't like him as much as I liked some of the other guys at number four, Ralph Sampson, 15.4 points per game, 8.8 rebounds, 2.3 assists per game, four-time all-star, one-time all-NBA, all-rookie team. Better points, less rebounds, one more all-star than Buck Williams. Neither one of these guys had a championship. At number three, Bill Lambert. 12.9 points per game, 9.7 rebounds, two point, actually two, even two assists per game, four all-stars, one total rebound champ. So he won the rebound crown once and two-time NBA champion. Still had to put this guy ahead of him. And that would be Charles Barkley at number two. 22.1 points per game, 11.7 rebounds, 3.9 assists. 11-time All-Star, 11-time All-NBA. He won a rebounding title once. He was All-Rookie and a one-time MVP. Phenomenal numbers. But you can't put him ahead of Moses Malone, who averaged 20.3 points per game, 12.3 rebounds per game, 1.3 assists But 13 All-Stars, 8 All-NBAs, 6-time total rebound champion, won it 6 times, 2-time All-Defensive, All-Rookie team, one-time NBA champion. Moses Malone number 1 on this list 1986 top rebounding per game That's my pick and roll
1: Okay number 5 Buck Williams I don't have to give stats that's the great part about going second
0: You know you know Darren Yahoo's translation that might come out and be a different word by the way but go ahead Buck Williams when they do the the little captions sometimes
1: yeah, but they're not going to put that on there.
0: No, they just put the little asterisk thing. Okay. <laughs> Buck Williams. Well, Same that,
1: that Williams. would actually apply.
0: Buck Williams.
1: Um, Because, you know, you still couldn't put up numbers better than a guy that played a third of the games. Ralph Sampson, number four, played a third of the games as Buck Williams and still had more All-Stars. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah he definitely had injuries yeah the knees
1: you know he could have been higher yeah. if he would have played more yep and possibly might have been able to get some championships yeah uh number three bill Laimbeer. agreed right i so you far know, we're the add, same look, look this guy added more to the game than just the rebounds He was the bad
0: boy. He created the bad boy Pistons. I don't. Oh yeah. He was the guy that initiated it all. Look, this is
1: this is what you don't have in the league today, and this is why I always say it's a little softer now. Because, hey, if you're going down the lane, so okay, so if you take Chet, for instance, when he got injured by LeBron, you just no, I'm not getting off of him because he's Sean Bradley the second. Oh boy. Um, If he was Bill Lambeer and LeBron is going, driving to the net, you think LeBron is going to make it to the net?
0: No, not no. against Lambeer. No.
1: No. He would be on the ground. Lambeer would stand over him, and he would take the technical and love it. And it would fire up the team even more. Bill Lambeer. Number three. Number two, Charles, Sir Charles. If if Charles had championships, it. yeah, agreed. Just one championship, yeah. he would have been
0: number one. Uh, six total rebounds, though, for Moses.
1: Yeah, but I'm looking at it as a and whole. Two,
0: and then two all defensive.
1: I, I understand that, but Charles Brock, Barkley brings quite a lot to the game um besides the rebounds and he's only off by 0.6 rebounds okay yes a half a rebound mm-hmm. um but he does get two more points a game so i don't know what that means in the real world but but he also gets That's two more assists
0: a game. That would be a basket in basketball yes. terms. He makes eight extra basket. Yes. an extra Spoken basket. breaking it down for you, as we <laughs> always do.
1: Yes. And an extra assist on a basket. <laughs> Actually, two extra assists. We- so it's almost like six more points in a game.
0: So basically, if you were playing in the NBA, you could get a basket and two assists. Good job. Yes. He'd be Ron. Yeah. Great. All right. Good, good job. Yeah, Moses Malone, be- number one,
1: obviously. And then Moses Malone, number one. Um, but what you failed to mention that he had three MVPs.
0: Oh, I must have missed that. All right. Yeah,
1: you part. must have missed that
0: one. Must have missed that. So I I've not been perfect would perfect the show.
1: Look, Barkley would have had to at least win one to make it a close one. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Without that championship, it wasn't
0: close. Agreed. And then Lambert with the two, you put him ahead of the other guys.
1: Oh, so, absolutely.
0: No, no, it was good. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. But we had man. it identical. Yeah. That's like the third third time now. Doesn't happen too often. All right, it is prediction time. Speaking go of ahead. perfect, go ahead, go do your brag thing for a little bit. Yes, Ron. After thirty six weeks, I don't weeks, need to. The numbers are there. <clears throat> after thirty six weeks, you have finally gone ahead. Great yeah. job. But it's not how you start; it's how you finish. So we've got to. It finish. is. We've and still I'm got finishing. sixteen weeks to go. Manny, great week last week. Hopefully, you're participating in this week. You went four and one last week, so really good opportunity there. Nice
1: job, Manny. Oh, that's because he went with a lot of my picks.
0: No, he did not. He went yeah, he all did. over the place. Anyway, if you'd like to get yourself on the list, make sure you're tuning in live. When you join in live, give us your picks, and we'll put you on the list. But we've oh, let we've, me uh, we've, add this to it to the ticker. Bam. We, we normally pick the top games of the week. So we don't do the the easy games. We try to do the harder games here. So yeah, let's start right off with um, Tampa Bay at the New York Yankees three game series that begins tonight. I am going with the Tampa Bay Rays to win two out of three. New Mm -hmm. York still hasn't shown me enough. They'll beat up on the bad teams, but they're not going to, they're not going to beat Tampa Bay.
1: That's my, I don't know what I did with my pen. Okay, I guess I can't write them down then. All right. I went with uh, the Tampa Bay Rays
0: as well. All right. On 9-9, you got the Cleveland Guardians at the Minnesota Twins. Who do you have? So this is what I was
1: referring referring to um, when I said Cleveland would hold on. Yeah. um, I picked Minnesota to win the series. (laughs) That
0: makes sense. I went Cleveland. I went Cleveland, and you said they wouldn't. So <laughs> I'm saying strength of schedule. They they could beat up Minnesota, but then they're gonna they're gonna face some other teams that are gonna cause some problems for them.
1: Yeah,
0: Manny went with Tampa Bay. Manny Cleveland at Minnesota. NHL, uh, NHL, ML, MLS, MLS uh, action nine ten. So tomorrow, the Nashville Soccer Club at the Los Angeles Galaxies. I have not gone wrong with Los Angeles. They have been coming through each time i've picked them i'm going with los angeles
1: uh i as well am going with los angeles galaxy um so yeah so we're the same on that
0: one again all right i know manny's a big soccer guy so let's see who manny picks. is he really yeah i love soccer manny manny's a big soccer maybe he should submit a uh a
1: um a soccer power
0: ranking hey we never know he's going to tie Manny comes through with a tie. Oh, he's pulling a run. Yes, he is. He goes tie. Pulling a run. But I really,
1: truly believe LA Galaxy is going to win by at least two. So
0: let's uh, 9-11. The Las Vegas Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going Chargers. Chargers. I'm going Raiders. Going Raiders. Chargers have a lot of injuries. It's okay. Also on 9-11. Manny, let me know. I know you know football as well. Raiders at Chargers. He's going Chargers. He's going
1: Chargers. Yeah. He knows where to win.
0: 9-11 again. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Dallas Cowboys. I wonder who. Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't even get to say it. It already came up on the screen. <laughs>
1: i also am going dallas
0: oh, hold on i didn't pick you okay i went tampa bay but anyway all right i was supposed to be first no you picked the raiders first or the charges oh yeah, that's right yeah i'm right.
1: oh, sorry that doesn't matter that's
0: all right who'd you pick tampa bay okay uh also on 9 11 we have the new england patriots at the miami dolphins we will pick every patriot game for the season. Uh, I am going Miami. We just haven't been able to figure it out. I didn't like the fact that they went down there early. I feel like it's head games now and it's more mental than anything else.
1: I also am going Miami. Um, everybody's going to be riding high. Oh, two is great. Two is great. You know, it's going to be a low scoring game and, um,
0: late touch on Tyreek Hill. No, (laughs) no, Uh, Maybe a field goal. Also on 9-11, the Connecticut Sun at the Las Vegas Aces. It's the WNBA Finals, Game 1. So the Aces have gotten in. The Sun uh, upset yesterday. Chicago. Sky yeah. went on an 18-0 run to end the game, to end up yeah. winning that, which is kind of crazy. But I am going uh, with the Aces. I've stuck with the Aces. I love... What Becky Hammond's doing over there? So I, I'm going. I'm going. I really want to see her win this one. So I'm going to aces.
1: Yeah, I as well. I'm going the aces.
0: All right, my friend. Also on nine eleven, a lot going on on nine eleven. NASCAR Hollywood uh, Casino four hundred. Believe it's in uh, is that Kansas? Could be wrong. Wait.
1: Okay. Tell tell me this doesn't make any sense. Hollywood Casino. casino. So maybe you it. think Hollywood or Las Vegas, and yeah. it's in Kansas?
0: Yeah, so maybe I think it's Kansas. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean, maybe there's a casino out there called Hollywood. I don't know. Yeah,
1: maybe. Um,
0: so last week you did well. You got you got a guy in the top top five. You actually won last week. I am um, going Danny Hamlin. Dent, well, sorry, Denny Hamlin. Is You're gonna a- ride the Hamlin. I'm going Hamlin. Like- Oh, I'm going to Denny's after for breakfast. So one of the two.
1: It's probably going to breakfast because he's not going to win. No,
0: he's good. not going to finish. Got? Uh, I got Chase Elliott. All right. Writing that down. Excuse me. I got a Go I forward.
1: got a one race streak going.
0: One race. Let's see how you do. All right, so if you have been tuning in, we had our ticket going, all the different ways to follow us uh, at Sports Unfold with Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, tw- uh, so many different ways to- Maybe this me will we, help you. Me, we. Uh, if you'd like to sponsor the show, ribroadcasting.media at gmail.com. Follow us on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We are live every Friday night, 6 p.m., We are fan interactive. We will continue to let our fans join in. We post polls on all our our websites, so check those out as well. Ron, as we normally do, we end our show with a final thought. I am first this week, so I'll give you my final thought. My final thought is actually on Duke volleyball player Rachel Richardson. And there was some allegations of racial slurs from the BYU student section. She went out, told some coaches after the game. There was a big media uh, circus around it. And it's, it's saddening when it turns out that it was false, that it didn't happen. And I'm not condoning anybody using that kind of language towards another human being. But this is why sometimes these things happen, because even when there isn't anything happening, There's these allegations that aren't true that just continue to put stains on everything. And then people don't believe it when it actually does because we don't know they need to stop and they need to start to think about the ramifications of what you're saying before you do it, because that's a very serious allegation in this country. We already have enough racial tension that divides a lot of this country and we don't need people just using it as a platform because your team was losing or something happened. It's unacceptable. It should never be used in a sporting event in that fashion. If it is used, it should be brought to attention and that person should never be allowed back in this stadium. But don't just use it to try to prove a point to somebody. If you're playing poorly, oh, I heard something. That That's not how this is supposed to work. They have the same responsibilities as anybody else to treat it the same way. You shouldn't be called those racial slurs, and you shouldn't make accusations that aren't true. So I was a little disappointed that once they investigated, it came out that way. And hopefully she gets some kind of, you know, reprimand for it because they were about to ban the entire student section at BYU because of that. So in all fairness, she should be suspended for some games as well for making false allegations. That's my final thought.
1: Very good. Very well said. My final thought goes to, um, well, we'll just say we've already lost one all-time great female athlete this year uh, in in Serena Williams in tennis as she's retiring. Well, Sue Bird just played her final game uh, this past week, and, you know, through all of the the history of WNBA Sue bird right now is on that Mount Rushmore and you know look you can debate who's going to be with her I have my three my three others um but this is for Sue Bird right now she's on the Mount Rushmore she's had such a great career and I hope the NBA has a Seattle team coming in, and I hope Sue Bird gets to be part of that somehow.
0: That would be really cool. Not so,
1: Sue, Sue Bird, thank you for a, a great career and some great basketball. And even on the way out, she went down playing. Yep,
0: yeah. agreed. And one of the best ever in either league. Yes, agreed, agreed. Very well said, very well said. So want to thank you for your time today. Uh, we also did want to give our condolences to um, Great Britain, England uh, the no no music Queen Queen Elizabeth uh, has passed away so we give our condolences out to everybody that watches us over there in the UK. Uh, appreciate the support and obviously uh, our condolences uh, for for your loss. Ron, always a pleasure my friend. We'll do a hockey show this week. So if you like uh, to tune in uh, to sports unfolded on YouTube, we will break down some hockey, my hockey guru there. Uh, But it's been a pleasure tonight. You got me to swear for the first time uh, on the show. So great job. Got a feeling it's not going to be the last. It may not be at some point, but uh, I want to thank everybody that joined live. Everybody that's going to watch us afterwards, check us out again, follow us live. Uh, We'd love to get some fan interaction, Manny. Thank you. As always, one of our best, uh, Number one fans, we appreciate you, Manny, uh, in joining us every week. Ron, you take care. Have a great night. And all we ask for in this world is some peace. Have a
1: good night, everybody.